0: Welcome to the Undefeated podcast with Sarah. Did you know that you don't need to live feeling defeated in any area of your life? I believe a huge part of us learning to live from the place of victory is learning to see from God's perspective and discern what's heaven's agenda in this particular season in your life and in the world around you. In this podcast, we will practice discerning what God is doing, both regarding our individual journeys and corporately, so that we can partner with him in seeing his kingdom come and will be done right now on earth as it is in heaven and live our lives undefeated. So I don't know about you guys, but I've been so wrecked by the new album by The Upper Room, especially by the last two songs on that album, The Love Note and The Fairest. And I believe these songs are prophetically calling us into a deeper place of intimacy and connection with God. And I've been meditating this week on this theme of God's wraparound presence that how he wants to cover us from every side. And I love how the love note has a bridge that says that it's actually like God saying it to us, that I'm above you, I'm beneath you, I'm before you, I'm behind you, I'm all around you. And I believe that God wants you to experience his wrap-around presence like never before. And it's obviously been an interesting season globally with so many restrictions for human touch in general, like with all the social distancing and isolation that's been caused by that. And it's been such a strange time to navigate through. and, And I think whilst the enemy has attacked many people's physical health through COVID, I think the enemy has also try to cause an like, equal amount of damage to people's emotional health through isolation and just lack of touch and lack of being close to other human beings. And we actually need physical touch. We need hugs in order to be healthy emotionally. And I recently read this article that was written by a family therapist, and it said that we need four hugs a day for survival, we need eight hugs a day for maintenance, and we need 12 hugs a day for growth. <laughs> so how about that? <laughs> and I was thinking about this whole thing with hugs and physical closeness this week, and yesterday I had scheduled a girl to dance in worship for our first year worship time, uh, who's like this? This girl's name is Holly, <laughs> which actually in Finnish sounds like a hug. Holly is a hug in Finnish. So I laughed about the way how God seems to be highlighting this whole topic this week, and, and so I was also reading this other article that uh, was titled that What are the benefits of hugging? And I'm not going to read the whole article. You can Google it if you want to. But it had so many great points. Like, first of all, it said that hugs reduce stress by showing your support. And it said that scientists say that giving another person support through touch can reduce the stress of the person being comforted. And it can even reduce the stress of the person doing the comforting. And then it also said that hugs may protect you against illness, like physical illness. And there had been a study of over 400 adults. And the researchers found that hugging may reduce the chance a person will get sick. And the participants with a greater support system were less likely to get sick. And those with the greater support system who did get sick had less severe symptoms than those with little or no support system. And it specifically also talked about how hugs may boost your heart health, and also how hugs can make you happier. And um, there's a chemical in our bodies called oxytocin um, that scientists sometimes call the cuddle hormone. And this is because its levels rise when we hug or touch or sit close to someone else, and uh, and it's. Uh, associated with happiness and less stress, and uh, and also this article said that scientists have found that this hormone has a strong effect in women, and and it causes reduction in blood pressure and of the stress hormone in our bodies. Also, the article said that hugs help reduce your fears, and that the scientists have scientists have found that touch can reduce anxiety in people, with low, especially with people who have low self-esteem, and that touch can also keep people from isolating themselves. Also, it said that hugs may help reduce pain. And uh, it said that in one study, people with fibromyalgia had six therapeutic touch treatments. Each treatment involved light touching on the skin, The participants reported an increase in quality of life and reduced pain. Also, on top of all that, the article said that hugs help you communicate with others, that hugs actually make it easier for you to communicate your thoughts and your feelings to other people. So anyway, I thought all of that was amazing. And and just see that even like the scientists are proving the fact that we all need touch. And so uh, this week I, I taught a class uh, for our first year dance community on like kind of the basics of contact improv. Uh, for those of you who have never heard the term contact improv or co- improvisation, it's basically just a form of improvised dancing where you move with other dancers as a group and you learn to share weights and initiate movement through physical touch. And uh, um, I actually, on purpose, I like to teach this specific class in the middle of the Moral Revolution Week that our first year students have every year. If you haven't heard about the Moral Revolution, it's a ministry of movement that was started by Chris Vallotton. On their website, it says that in a generation overwhelmed by conflicting messages about love, lust and relationships, moral revolution is a company of radicals helping to define healthy sexuality. We promote a culture of love, honor, respect and freedom by providing resources that equip and empower society to live in wholeness. So this whole Moral Revolution Week in our first year class, people often call it the Purity Week because they do talk a lot about sexual purity during that week. And I feel like sometimes this topic makes students want to avoid any physical touch with each other for the fear of coming across inappropriate or sending wrong messages to other people. And But the thing is that we actually need healthy and pure touch. And if people don't receive healthy touch, that's what actually drives them into unhealthy addictions and all kinds of counterfeit comforts and So anyway, that's why I actually intentionally like to do the class on contact improv in the middle of the moral revolution week because we all actually need human touch and that healthy and pure physical connection with our brothers and sisters is so essential. And I, I know that sometimes in our like over-sexualized culture, people can become very fearful about touch. And like I said, it's the lack of healthy connection that actually drives people into looking for love and connection in all the wrong places. But the answer for abuse and and all the counterfeit things it's not avoiding all physical touch but it's uh, we actually need to find healthy physical connection with the people around us who we trust and we do life with and I was thinking back that like actually some of my own like best, most treasured memories from my childhood and also from my adult age are connected with pure and loving touch as well. And uh, I actually this morning I saw this meme of a kid who was uh, pretending to be asleep in the car just so that uh, they would be carried home, (laughs) that they would have to walk, that somebody would hold them and carry them. And I was thinking like, That's 100% me as a kid. I remember doing that several times, like pretending to be asleep in the car just so that my mom or my dad would carry me home because I just so loved being held by them. And uh, (laughs) I was also thinking like even some like painful memories, like I'm thinking back like one of the moments in my life when I felt most loved and taken care of was when I went through something really devastating emotionally. This was like over a decade ago. And I remember I was like laying on the floor and just crying, just could not stop crying. And my brother came over and literally he picks me up and carries me to a couch and just, uh, he was just holding me and praying for me. And I remember like, I felt the love of God through him in such a powerful, tangible way. And, and also like I was thinking about the fact that at the same time, like some of the most painful moments in my life have been walking through emotionally devastating things when there is no one around to comfort you or just give you a hug, like, you know, in the middle of the pandemic when your family's on the other side of the world and all your friends are in mandatory shelter in place, which feels like abandonment in steroids, like it's like you feel so con- disconnected and uh, so alone. But those moments have really turned into opportunities Define God as my comforter. And I was thinking about this, that, you know, even though God has created us in a way that we need human touch, but at the same time, I believe that even more than that, we actually really need God's around presence. And I love how the Passion Translation uses this term of wraparound presence in several scriptures. And and I just want to read some of these verses over you today. And, and I just want, like, I, I pray that these verses would wash over your heart like a waterfall of God's love, that you would feel God's arms around you. So yeah, so I'm just going to take a moment to read through a few of these scriptures over you. So, Psalm 89, verse 18, says that you are our King, the holiest one of all. Your wrap around presence is our protection. And Psalm 7, verse 10, God, your wrap around presence is my shield. You bring victory to all who are pure in heart. And Psalm 84, verse 9, God, your wrap around presence is our defense. In your kindness, look upon the faces of your anointed ones. From Psalm 119, verse 114 You are my place of quiet retreat. Your wrap around presence becomes my shield as I wrap myself in your word. Psalm 125 verse 2 Just as the mountains surround Jerusalem so the Lord's wrap around presence surrounds his people protecting them now and forever and Psalm 16 verse 8 Because I set you, Yahweh, always close to me my confidence will never be weakened For I experience your wraparound presence every moment. And Psalm 18, verse 35. You empower me for victory with your wraparound presence. Your power within makes me strong to subdue. subdue. By stooping down in gentleness, you made me great. And Psalm 33, verse 20. The Lord alone is our radiant hope, and we trust in Him with all our hearts. His wraparound presence will strengthen us. And Psalm 62, verse 7. God's glory is all around me. His wraparound presence is all I need. For the Lord is my Savior my hero, and my life-giving strength. Psalm 64, verse 10. The lovers of God will be glad, rejoicing in the Lord. They will be found in His glorious wraparound presence, singing songs of praise to God. Psalm 115, verse 9. So trust in the Lord, all His people, For he is the only true hero, the wraparound God who is our shield. And Psalm 18 verse 30, Yahweh, what a perfect God you are. All Yahweh's promises have proven true. What a secure shelter for all those who turn to hide themselves in you, the wraparound God. Oh, Psalm 28, verse 7. Yahweh is my strength and my wrap around shield. When I fully trust in you, help is on the way. I jump for joy and burst forth with ecstatic, passionate praise. I will sing songs of what you mean to me. And Psalm 32, verse 10. So my conclusion is this. Many are the sorrows and frustrations of those who don't come clean with God. But when you trust in the Lord for forgiveness, His wrap around love will surround you. And Psalm 61, verse 3 Lord, you are a paradise of protection to me. You lift me high above the fray. None of my foes can touch me. When I'm held firmly in your wraparound presence. And Psalm 62 verse 2. He alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me. For he is my champion defender. There's no risk of failure with God. So why would I let worry paralyze me? Even when troubles multiply around me. And Proverbs 30, verse 5. Every promise from the faithful God is pure and proves to be true. He is a wrap around shield of protection for all his lovers who run to hide in him. Wow, isn't that beautiful? He is a wrap around God. His love and his presence are is our comfort and our shield. Um, And I I also, I just want to read actually a few more scriptures. These are from a few other translations that talk about God himself holding us. In Psalm 27, verse 10, this is from NLT, it says that even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. So no matter what, the Lord will hold you close. And from Isaiah 41, verse 10, is also from NLT. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. He's holding you up. And from uh, Isaiah 41 verse 13. is from NIV. For I am the Lord your God. Who takes hold of your right hand. And says to you. Do not fear. I will help you. And Psalm 63 verse 8. From NIV as well says. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. And. Isaiah 46 verse 4 from NLT says that, I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age. I made you and I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. Wow God himself is carrying you and From Isaiah 49, verse 16 from NIV, says that, See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands, your walls are ever before me. And Psalm 139, verses 7 through 10 from NIV. And Psalm 73, verse 23 from NLT says, Yet I still belong to you. You hold my right hand. And Isaiah 41, verse 10 from NIV. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Wow. Yeah, so God is the one who is longing and desiring to hold us and carry us and I was thinking of the the old um I don't know if it's a poem or or just a vision of writing um called Footprints in the Sand. I'm sure you guys have heard that before. Um I won't read the whole whole poem, but basically the idea or the vision is the um it says like oh, it talks about this person who is having a dream and walking along the beach with God and and then all of a sudden God shows them uh this scene where They see um like scenes from their life, and they see footprints, uh, two sets of footprints in the sand, and one set belonging to themselves, and one set belonging to Jesus, and and then they notice that at many times, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints, and. Um they are saying to God that I don't understand you know when I needed you the most, why would you leave me in those moments and And then Jesus is responding that you know, I love you, I will never leave you and And when you only saw that one set of footprints, that was the time that I carried you and and I know there's actually also a dance dance version of that same um writing or poem or um idea of the footprints where there was, when the person, (laughs) I don't know who wrote that, but it's like a expression where they all of a sudden saw a really messy uh, path where there were footprints everywhere. And they're like, what happened? And, and (laughs) Jesus is like, that's when we danced. (laughs) I think that's how most of my, my footprints with the Lord will look like. There's going to be a lot of (laughs) messy footprints all over the place. Um, but, uh, But anyway, like, I feel like it's this, this is not just some like, you know, poetic picture of like, you know, that there are moments when God carries us, but this is actually the reality of God's, God's heart towards us that he, he wants to be so close. He wants to, he wants to hold you. He wants to carry you. He wants to hold your hand, um, not just in moments that are difficult but he wants us to abide him in him and and do life con- consistently with him in his presence and uh and obviously like there are times when he's especially wanting to hold us close and and i've been like especially thinking of the psalm 131 verse 2 i this is the last verse i'll read for you guys but this is from the passion translation that says that ah, I am humbled and quieted in your presence like a contented child who rests on its mother's lap. I'm, rest, I'm, a, I'm your resting child and my soul is content in you. And I believe that that's the place where God is calling us that we are like a resting child. Like a child who is resting on its mother's lap that that's the place of uh, our comfort and peace and rest. Yeah, Lord, I, I just pray right now that in the middle of any of the battles that we are walking through, any of the swirls, any of the craziness, any of the things that we we don't understand what's going on or uh, just, yeah, any storms, We're walking through. Lord, I just ask that you would come with your wraparound presence. And Lord, we give you permission to hold us. Yeah. And Lord, we want to learn to be still. Learn to be quiet before you. Yeah, just allow you to hold us. We allow you to quiet our hearts. Allow you to quiet our spirits. And find that place of perfect peace. Yeah, that peace that's only found in you, that's only found in your presence. Yeah, oh Lord, I just ask that you would also teach us to be your hands and feet to other people. Yeah, Lord, that we would be quick to respond when you prompt us to go and give somebody a hug or go lay hands on somebody and pray for them or just go and uh, sit next to someone who seems lonely or uh, who seems to just be somehow isolated from friendships or connections with other people or that you would give us eyes to see where you need us to be your hands and feet for other people. Yeah. Yeah, Lord, we welcome your comfort into our lives, and and we give you permission to release and bring your comforting presence to other people's lives through us as well. Yeah, thank you, God, that you are our safe place. You are, you are our peace. You yourself are our peace. You are our Prince of Peace, and and that there's no circumstance that's too chaotic for your peace to enter in yeah lord we receive the fullness of your love the fullness of your peace for this season yeah thank you father thank you so much for your presence in jesus name we pray have a wonderful week